Hello and welcome to Otaku the Town, a podcast about anime, I guess, or whatever. I'm Elliot. I'm Kayla. I'm Paul. And this week we are back at it again, talking about Naruto. Uh, we are still in the beginnings of the Chunin exam arc, which I remember as one of the most exciting high points of the show, um, contrary to the episode that we watched recently. Um, it has a bit of a slow start. Yeah, it's it's rough. It, it needs a while to rev up its engines. Totally. Um, it's, like, much weirder than I remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remembered this arc being very wild, but not nearly as weird. Yep. Yep. Um, normally we start this podcast off with a question, but... Uh, sometimes we do. Sometimes we start this... We've we've considered starting this podcast off with a question. Yeah, from time to time. Sometimes it comes in at the end. Have we ever even started this podcast off with a question? That's a question right there. Maybe you're misremembering. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm gaslighting our listeners. I can't endorse gaslighting our listeners, I just can't. Uh, Which brings us right to episode 22, Chunin Challenge, Rock Lee... Uh, Tune in challenge Rockley versus Sasuke, but I wrote it in my notes as Tune in challenge Rockley be Sasuke, um, <laughs> which would be a really different episode, uh, but one I would still probably sign off on. Sure. Why not? Why not? Rockley be Sasuke. Um, so we get a little bit of a recap, which I actually appreciated slightly uh, because the recap clarified something. So in the last episode, there was this big thing where a bunch of people were going to maybe fight outside a door, but it wasn't even the door to the actual classroom because the instructors were, I don't know, lying to and bullying the students. The proctor is dressed up as children. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of holding hands and skipping. Mm -hmm. That happened at the LSAT. That wasn't part of Genjutsu. Mm -hmm. Even yep. though maybe it could have been. Well, but things so, were unclear. At the end of the last episode, we were like, "Why are they all holding hands as they walk away?" But now we see Sakura is actually dragging Naruto and Sasuke away so that they don't get in a fight with these other ninjas. Um, it's unclear where they're going, though. No. They seem to be going in the wrong direction. That's true. Well, That's... we're assuming they're going to find the stairs to the third floor. But weren't they just in a st- like? They took the stairs to the second floor. Yeah. And then, and then they go the opposite direction from they the stairwell. They do. Maybe Sakura knows about a secret stairwell. Mm-hmm. Possibly. She does spend the most time observing things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. maybe. Sakura's home is just filled with, like, maps and diagrams. She just, like, knows the layout of every building. Trap doors. Mm-hmm. Just like the like the, the municipal archives. She just has, like, a bunch of blueprints. <laughs> I do feel like Sakura's house is, like, like a murder dungeon. Like, like it's just, like, things on walls with, like, lines Shoots drawn between them. And, yeah, like, it's like the H.H. Like the Holmes murder hotel. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Um, so b- before the team can be totally dragged off, um, Lee, who is the green jumpsuited, bowl-cutted, thick-eyebrowed uh, ninja. Distinctively character designed. Indeed. Um, the hero of the story. Uh, in, uh, uh, the hero of many stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, many hero- of them self-authored. Uh, yes. Um, the, the wonderful man who uh, confessed his love to Sakura in the previous episode in a way that was super cool and fine and good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he confronts the team. Um, and he also has really good music, uh, which I really liked. He does. Um, He's got a good theme. Yes. Totally. Um, I'll probably throw in a clip of that somewhere in this episode. Um, maybe here? Maybe here? I don't remember how it goes. I just remember it's really good. Guys, we should do acapella Naruto music. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, we spiked really bad when we yelled Zia. Well, uh, so you're gonna keep it in real. now. Uh, 
No, please keep it in. What do you mean this isn't real? It's real to me. Oh, boy. Um, I was about to try to do Sadness and Sorrow, but then I realized that what I was actually going to do was My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> do, do, do. Wow, when Celine retires, I think you've got a Vegas show for you. Yeah, I think so. You have to marry a much older French-Canadian gentleman. Wow, pretty loud. Oh my goodness. All right. It's all right. You're here. There's nothing I fear. I hope I've remembered to put music there. Um, okay, that's not how we can come back. Um, should we talk about the music? Should I put... I feel like, uh, did I put I us in... It? Yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah, there we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been talked about. It's listeners, been if I can pull you behind the curtain, um, some of us podcasters are a little hungover today. So if this episode's a little rough and tumble, it's because some, some of... I'm a little rough and tumble. Um, is that stopping us from drinking beers while recording this podcast? No, no, it is not. Absolutely not. That's how dedicated we are to our craft. Yes. Our craft beers. Anyway, craft beers. least demanding a fight right now. Um, and uh, one kind of neat thing is that he's demanding a fight with Sasuke because of Sasuke's reputation, um, mm-hmm. which is not something we like know a ton of. I mean, we know that he is like... prison yard. Yeah. Actually, my take from this is that Lee is kind of like a southern belle. He says things like, I declare, and uh, says, I think he gets affronted that he introduces himself and Sasuke doesn't reciprocate. Mm. He's like, how dare you speak to me without a proper introduction? I would love to have an episode that's Lee's cotillion. (laughs) I would too. That would be delightful. So this prisoner, Southern Belle. Um... Yes. That was a good uh, joke, Elliot. Thank you. I, I, it's my only one. I'm sorry I talked over it. No, it's all. It's Please, talk, drown me. Um, figuratively or literally. In a gutter somewhere. Um, so Sasuke has a reputation, both because he is the most talented Genin of the, the nine uh, Genins who made it in their class, but also because of his last name, Uchiha. Apparently his clan has a, has a reputation of being real good ninjas, which I, I guess goes hand in hand with them having weird eyeballs. Um but yeah, I, I, good ninjas have weird eyeballs. Good ninjas is. have weird eyeballs. Good ninjas yeah, do have weird yeah, eyeballs. Just like my grandma always used to tell me. Mm-hmm. I think there was the beginning to a connection being drawn there where a lot of the famous clans of the village mm-hmm. also tend to possess Keke Genkai mm-hmm. or the bloodline limits. Which kind of makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have this extra super thing, like, of course, your family is going to be really good because it's a familial trait. Yep. You'll either be exalted above the rest of society or you will be used as a tool of war, hunted down and then killed once the war is over. Totally. As we saw in Haku's yeah, or maybe you'll be filled with bugs. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Um, anyway, uh, Lee also wants to fight because he loves Sakura. Um, and then this makes Sakura scream um, about so how... There's his... some good, uh, good animated facial expressions on Sakura. Here. Yeah, it kind of yes. becomes a different show for a minute. It, it does. It does. Um, yeah, we're invaded by like a like a teen romance anime for like yeah. 45 seconds. Totally. It's Yeah, it's very like... It's like like, goofy slice of life. Like, Sakura's like, no, his eyebrows are too much. Which, so, like, Sakura's probably the head of the student council. Mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. 
And Lee like shoots some some hearts at her, which yeah. seem to be real. He winks hearts mm-hmm. at her that yeah. she has to dodge, like Neo a, in the Matrix. And then they make a splat noise when they hit like a column behind her. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, a nasty splat. I was gonna mimic it, but you don't want to hear it. No, you don't. It's very squelchy. Yeah, it, yeah. Whoever was the sound designer had some fun with it. It kind sound of sounds like if a human heart splatted against a column. Sure. What were those Foley artists doing? I I mean I don't want to speculate, but mm-hmm. maybe that. Maybe that. Oh my god. Are we accusing people of murder? Possibly. It's I fine. mean, it's fine. Maybe they were cow hearts. We don't know. Sure. A heart's a heart. A heart's a heart. My heart won't go on. Um, <laughs> that's not gonna. That's not gonna make sense because the joke that that's a reference to isn't gonna make it in the show. Or um, will it? Or will it? I don't know. Listener, I sang some Celine Dion during a break earlier. Yeah. Uh, this is just a weird, different show for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Honestly, several minutes of this episode. This is this this episode just got weird this and is wild. A weird episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we hear uh, Sasuke referred to as the number one rookie, which is uh, something that will come back a lot, um, yep. and also something we almost named this podcast. Yep. Um, which is a kind of interesting. There's a lot of like like terms that they use that are like odd titles in this show. Like um, one thing that's going to come up later, uh, I'm just going to talk about now, is they use uh, this word. Genius, um, which the actual Japanese word they're using is is tensai, but they like like call ninjas like genius type ninjas, but they use it in sort of the way you might use the word prodigy, um, and it comes up over and over again. It's like it's like a running theme, um, and they, there's all these words like or, or phrases, you know, like number one rookie or like genius uh, that they kind of use to like categorize people. Like yeah, they're using it to assign titles to each other. Totally. They, they almost feel like idioms maybe or right. like informal, like not ranks, but uh, I don't know. It, it's There's a lot of like ninja ninja slang, I guess. Well, there, there's a lot of discussion start, kind of starting in this episode and going forward of the difference between naturally talented mm-hmm. like prodigy ninjas and ninjas who train really hard and, and work really hard. Which reminds me of in my high school, There's one of my teachers was the football coach and he mm-hmm. had a sign above the door that said, uh, effort beats talent when talent won't work hard. Mm. Uh, I like that a lot. Of course, if talent does work hard, then effort is fucked. Uh, yeah, Which is the corollary to that. Actually, a theme of this show. I was going to say, was, was your professor Lee? We'll um, actually get into quite a bit of that, which is exciting. Indeed. It's a very interesting sort of line of thought. Totally. Um, so Naruto wants to fight Lee because Naruto is constantly upset that Sasuke is more talented than he is. Uh, but then Lee just like effortlessly deflects Naruto's attacks. Kayla, would you like to say something? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. nope. I was somewhere else in the episode. No, 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 you're, you're, I was you're totally good. Ahead. But it's it's really cool to watch. It's like like Naruto comes at Lee, and it's like we've seen other ninjas handily deal with Naruto before. But like Lee doesn't even do cool ninja things. He just like calmly like pivots slightly out of his way, reaches up his hand, just like taps Naruto's hand out of the, and just just like Naruto like can't cannot touch this man, um, which is good because no one should touch anybody without their consent. That's true. Um, now Sasuke's intrigued, and he's like, oh, well, okay, you can beat up Naruto that... Now, now that I've seen you beat up Naruto, I'll fight you. Like, <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a combo of, like, um, oh, maybe you're actually talented, and, like, okay, you've endeared yourself to me by beating up Naruto. Uh, so there's the old, like, from the... I, I don't, I'm going to misquote this quote from uh, uh, Django Unchained, but it's the Leo DiCaprio line, that you had my attention, now you have my interest. <laughs> Indeed. 
Um, Asakura has a great line here, which is something to the effect of like, "We have a fucking exam to go to. Yes. We like, can we not fight right now?" And she's like we checking have the 20 clock. Twenty minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> guys. Totally. And as someone who has run late for exam registrations before, I felt her stress there. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I mean, once again, Sakura is like she's the organized one. She's, yep, she's the capable like mm-hmm. person. And as we all know personally, there is nothing more stressful than being the one organized person in a group when you're just trying to get everyone together and like turn in their parts of the assignment on time. I hate working in groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Well, and I, I feel like more and more of Sakura's portrayal makes sense because of course she gets so little story and so little screen time. She's merely a competent woman. So like, why would anyone care what she has to do or say? That's me shooting myself in the face. Yeah. Um, because yeah. that makes me, yeah. Anyway, um, it's a bummer. I have a note that just says that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. I know what that is. That. <laughs> That suddenly everyone's talking like that. That you can't talk about that. Oh right, it's because oh, Lee. Lee is like, I'm gonna do that technique, and we're all talking about how we could do that thing, uh, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite dumb anime things, where oh, people yeah. allude yeah. to this or that Without or just saying something in, indefinite uh, pronouns or whatever. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. No. Just to I guess build suspense about what that could possibly be. Well, we, I, mean, I think we already made fun of uh, Sasuke talking about that man who he needs to kill. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Of that, sorry. Um, a lot of that thing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about this and that, and then uh, he just, like, kicks Sasuke in the face. Yes. Like, Sasuke can't, can't do shit. Yeah. I mean, I... Sasuke does this, like, cool guard technique, mm-hmm. and he, like, raises his arms like he's in a fighting game. But Lee just, like, kicks him through his guard and just, like, kicks him seemingly, like, 20 feet up in the air. Totally. It's like when you're playing a video game with, like, your little cousin, like, a fighter, and they, like, come at you, and they've, like, they've learned one combo, and they do it, and you just are like, oh, I, I just hit the I just hit the kick button at the right time, and I kick you in the face, and I'm sorry, that it just didn't work. Uh, yeah. I just enjoy watching Sasuke get beat up by someone in their own village for once, mm. because people who are like the number one rookies, mm-hmm. again, you know, don't rest on your laurels. Someone's going to come along and be stronger than you. That's always the case. Plus, I mean, Sasuke did his best in that fight against Taku, but we all remember he was supposedly dead for quite a bit of it. So. Oh, totally. It's yeah. good to see him have to work hard. Yeah, had, had Naruto not gone Super Saiyan, I mean, Haku would have killed Sasuke. Absolutely. This is true. If Haku had not had empathy and a heart and was a good person, mm-hmm. this would be a different anime. Yeah, if Haku had not been the best character in this show and right. I'm still reeling from his loss. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't talk about it yet. So now Sasuke is talking about that and that technique, which is just the Sharingan, um, which he does because he's like, oh, I, you know, whatever crazy illusion technique this guy used to, to kick me in the face, I'll be able to see through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he does have more Magic the Gathering symbols in his eyeballs now, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So you got a two-color deck now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sakura's so mad about all this that she has like the face of a serial killer. <laughs> she just looks like totally like dead inside um, and ready to murder everybody. Um, I wish she did. Yep, that would be a better show. Uh, and then Lee just effortlessly kicks Sasuke in the face again. Uh, because Lee's techniques aren't ninja magic, it's just kicking. Yep. Uh, Lee's just the best he's at just, he's kicking, kicking and punching. Yeah. He's just literally the fastest mm-hmm. without using magic. Totally. Yep, no no ninja magic, no ninja illusion. It's 100% taijutsu. He just punches real, 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 real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where we hear a little bit about uh, genius a little, a little types. Bit. A tiny bit. Just a small amount. A little, yeah. A teaser. A, indeed. A little, like, three-minute conversation while they're floating in the air post-kick. Oh, yeah, and then Lee explains that he's not using ninja magic for, I don't know, a hundred hours? Mm-hmm. Uh, by explaining Roughly. That, he, that he's just kicking people in the yeah. face. 
Yes. Totally. Uh, Kayla had to actually cut my flesh out of the chair I was sitting in um, because it had grafted itself to the yeah. fabric I you was sitting in for so, so long. It's been there so long. Indeed. It was like removing ivy from a stone wall. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a desiccated husk after this episode. Um... So Lee is a is not a genius type. He is he is a hard work type, an effort type, an effort type. Yes. Um, and then I don't know why this note says this, but it just says, "Huh, dancing leaf shadow." Um, oh, that's what he called uh, the move that he did when he was hovering about three inches below Sasuke in midair for about ten hours. Totally. Without, that's just his body. That's just what like a well-toned, like fit man can do. Like if you are muscly enough, you can, you two can leap into the air and just hover below the person you've kicked I need for, to work on for my days. Athleticism. Right. Should be able to do this. Yeah, totally. All those miracles about levitation—they were just like fit as hell priests. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, also, again, totally non-magically, Lee's hand wraps start to unravel, um, just because he's really fit, you know. It's sheer all just force of sheer will. Sheer muscle. Yeah, muscle mm-hmm. power. Um, muscle control. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what eccentric conditioning is, is, mm-hmm. is the ability to unwrap your hand wraps with your mind. Yes. Um. I'm like a mummy. Yeah, his pupils mm-hmm. kind of freak out. Um. And then he stopped by a flying pinwheel needle kunai fired from a ninja turtle. Yep. Not, and not, 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 not the ninja turtles you might be thinking of. No. 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 Um, There's a big old turtle it's a wearing a ninja massive thing. turtle. Um, yep. It's got a ninja headband wrapped around his neck. Um, mm-hmm. It's like Donatello's great aunt. Yeah, it's yep. talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Lee, like, kind of supplicates himself to this turtle yeah, who has pinned him to a wall to it, yeah. by his wrap. With a pinwheel. With a pinwheel. And just proceeds to scold him. Indeed. Uh, this turtle's getting him in trouble because I guess Lee was doing a forbidden technique. Mm-hmm. Um, or was those. about to. Was about to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as his, as his arm wrapping started to unwrap. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of notes here that are just like, it's a turtle. It's a ninja turtle. Yeah. He's being scolded by a turtle. This is a turtle. Yeah. Why is there a turtle? Yeah. Um... <laughs> All questions that are unanswered. Yes. Indeed. Even though we have seen ninja animals pop up out of nowhere before, see like a pile ninja of dogs. dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still very startling for a tortoise to show up yeah, and none, just none fling those, a pinwheel at a child. None of those are are seemingly ninjas on their own, right? Like mm-hmm. those dogs were, were summoned by Kagashi, but they're not like talking and mm-hmm. you know having conversations with people. This this turtle appears to just be a ninja. Well, but it's okay, because surely they will explain where this ninja turtle came surely from, right? Surely they will. Oh, that's surely the next segment, will, right? Surely we will get any information about the origin of this ninja turtle. Mm-hmm. Surely. Surely we will ever see mm-hmm. this ninja turtle again. Sure. Yeah. Why not? No. But before we can even think very hard about the ninja turtle, uh-huh. uh, it's totally somehow <laughs> overshadowed, if you can even imagine. <laughs> this nonsensical ninja turtle is upstaged uh, by the appearance of Guy. On its back. Uh, on its back. In he- a pose that can only be described as... I can it be described? It, it was like... <laughs> Uh, oh god, what's that thing? Is it the Hawkeye Initiative where they try to bit. draw Hawkeye but with his butt and his chest out? Like All in they the boob do butt pose? is redraw Hawkeye into yeah. poses that are done by female superheroes on existing comic book covers. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. They're not taking any sort of 
liberties. It's nope. just a literal copy, but mm-hmm. putting a dude in that pose instead. And, and they chose Hawkeye because he has a really, really fabulous purple jumpsuit. And yeah. Guy has a really fabulous green jumpsuit. I thought you were going to say they chose Hawkeye because he has a really, really fabulous ass. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. Um, and then Guy appears in this boob butt pose on top of a turtle, holding his finger over his eye like he's looking through it like a fake monocle. Um, and his teeth are sparkling. He's drawn differently than any other character on the show. He, he's, again, he's like another anime is intruding. Yes. I can only describe his eyebrows as raging. Yeah, he's he looks like Lee, but older and... And sparklier and infinitely more powerful. He's, a yes. little, he's drawn a little bit like uh, like like Fist of the North Star. Mm, uh, yeah, kinda. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Totally crazy bowl cut. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then it gets even more ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so guy looks at Lee and just fucking punches him in the face. Yeah, he does. Sending him yeah. flying across the room. There's a good amount of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like I can't. And then they're crying together, and they're also... There's a sunset? There's a sunset. Yeah, they're they're in a room before this, but then just apparently from their perspective, there's just a setting sun over the sea. It looks lovely. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. a big old crashing Uh, wave. It's possible. crashes over them. It's possible we were all hallucinating at this point. I'm not not 100% sure this actually happened. The The sexy music was playing while this is happening. What the hell? Uh, They're just hugging and crying. And there's the sunset. And guys all like, mistakes come with adolescence. And I'm like, what are we talking about? I know. He's hugging Lee. And he's like, ah, oh, this is adolescence. No. And I'm just like, are you talking about the boy you're holding? Yes, I think um, so. And the, it, it cuts back to our three main characters a couple times who are as confused as the audience, if not more so. Yeah, yes. thank God. <laughs> our, our yeah, our poor uh, our poor audience surrogate characters are everybody's confused. We were transported um, to the seaside. Are they teleported to the seaside? We were all teleported to the seaside. It's like, is this is this an elaborate jutsu or is this just this is another show all of a sudden? Yeah, there, yeah, there's like dimensional leakage from a different angle. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> maybe guys an interdimensional traveler. Yeah. Maybe, maybe guys like the doctor. I mean, if someone was going to be on this show. He's like Mr. Mixapitalik from DC Comics. He's just like a, in a fun interdimensional prankster. <laughs> totally. I, I mean, and that explains why he has a weird ninja turtle who mm-hmm. we just collected from another dimension on one of his journeys. Yep. Certainly. Uh, and he can, yeah, he can just teleport people uh, willy-nilly. And that's why the, the three kids are so confused because they're like, oh, we're at the sea. Yep. And then they're back. And then they're at the sea again. And then they're back. That explains all of it, I think. We cracked the case. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, and that's how Guy found Lee. He's alternate child Guy from another universe, so, and that's why they look exactly the fucking same. So are we supposed to assume that they're related, or that Lee is just patterning himself off of Guy because he loves his mentor so much? Um, I can only say this because I've watched enough of the show. They are explicitly not related. Okay. Yep, it's the latter. Yep. All right. They just look identical. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, but it, now we understand it. They, I mean, they are, because they're the same person, just from different timelines. Mm, yes, there we go. That, that is exactly what it is. Um, yeah, a guy uh, introduces himself as Kakashi's eternal rival. Um, and then my next note is he has fangs and can teleport. Yep, he does um, have fangs. Yeah, every time he smiles, his teeth like sparkle, and there's like a his canines are noise. out of control. Maybe he's a vampire. Maybe he's he's immortal. There we he's go. an immortal vampire time traveler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lee is his unbitten child self. You're right. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, we've unlocked this. Yeah. Um, we needed to parse this out, but I'm yeah. glad we did. Yeah. Thank you, listener. I'm glad you could be here <laughs> for this. So many questions. Our, our collective Naruto group therapy. Uh, he says that he he and uh, Kakashi have fought 99 times, and he currently has won 50 of them to Kakashi's 49. Uh, which is a lot of fighting between the two of them. It really is. But I could, I mean, can you imagine having someone like Guy? 
as your self-declared rival. Mm -hmm. And what we know about Kakashi is he's already an extremely put-upon person. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see them in a room together, personally. Yeah. This is hilarious to me. I'm very curious what Kakashi thinks about this rival of his. Um, Back to the real world. Um... Uh, we see that Lee's hands are really fucked up under his bandages, which is kind of interesting. Like, we think of things like bandages or headbands or, I don't know, cow print pants as just, like, weird decorations that ninjas have. Yeah, but it's like, it's just, you know, part of character design idiosyncrasies. Right? Alright, you've got a haystack on yeah, your yeah, back. I mean, That's there, a choice you made. There's a bunch of characters that have lots of bandages. Like, Eno, who we'll see again, and mm-hmm. next one is just, like, covered in bandages. Totally. Yeah. But they seem to be completely aesthetic. Totally, yeah. Lee's bandages actually seem to be bandages and not just, like, white hand wraps. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, there's there's this kind of like threatening note that Lee uh, ends this interaction with the team on um, that he yeah, earlier he had said he's the strongest Genin in Konoha and he's like I lied to you earlier the actual strongest Genin is Neji some guy on my team who we don't really know but he has weird eyes um, so uh, okay <laughs> cool <Yeah. laughs> thanks Lee right, yeah, thank you I'm glad to know we'll that later. <laughs> this fucking shonen anime does indeed have a yet still more powerful than this threatening person. Person, It's probably the last one, though, right? Yeah, I think Neji's the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It just it really plateaus it's got for nothing else to worry 600 about. episodes or yeah. so. Yeah. Um, Naruto makes fun of Sasuke for getting beaten up, and then Sasuke goes into his sociopath hell place for a little <laughs> bit, um, which is uh, uh, nice to see again. I don't think we've seen his sociopath hell place since the No, the things are getting waves. a little chummy around here. So. Totally. Yeah, Sakura has her ghost world. Uh, mm-hmm. Sasuke has his sociopath hellscape. Uh, Naruto has, I don't know. Naruto is secretly a very his sad diarrhea boy. palace. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has his gross bachelor pad. Indeed, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, his nasty prison. Um, uh, Naruto brings up a really good point that uh, it looks like Lee trains super hard all the time, and maybe that's why he's so strong. He just trains more and tries harder. It was um, a great point. Which Sasuke actually took as a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is this Sasuke is, was like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, totally. Um. <sighs> I'm not going to say hello. I'm going to say, oh, look, look over there. Look at that somewhat gay of the ninja mm-hmm. off in the distance. Because there's really no true gay of the ninja in this episode. But if you just, like, peek open those curtains, you know, like, uh, look, you know, pr- pry your blinds it's apart. Horizon. And put peek an eye out at your neighbor. Like, this is kind of a sweet little gay moment. You know, like, Naruto and Sasuke are putting aside their, their, their shit. And they're like, like, hey, you know, like, maybe that... Maybe the reason you got beat so soundly is because that man works really hard. And Sasuke's like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, my I'll work best harder. friend and lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, thank you. That over there might have been the gay of the ninja. Um, <laughs> anyway, now they're all ready to take the exam because I guess uh, they feel closer when threatened by somebody. They're, they're, like, definitely the next episode, they're actually going to start the exam. Yeah, yeah. Yes. for sure. I'm, Absolutely. I'm certain that the next episode is going to get really, really cool and awesome and great. So, 100%. Just, yeah, here through, we like, go. Bunch yeah. of plot. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into some awesome fucking action-packed ninja shit. Yep. Hey, everybody. We're just jumping in for a minute to do our usual mid-show business. Um, first off, as always, I'd like to thank Tony Whetstone for doing our art. Uh, you can find his stuff on Twitter at MewBlood. That's M-E-W-B-L-O-O-D. Um, also, just thanks again for sticking with us. I know our hiatus was probably a little annoying, and I know that like going down to bi-weekly is not ideal. But uh, we're hoping that we can continue to do good episodes 
unlike this one, um, and get them out regularly. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm tanking. I'm tanking. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, we'll no. call you back. Oh, yeah. We'll call no, you no, back. No. Don't go to the bad place, Ellie. What's Come my safe back. word? Don't, apple. Apple. Don't let go of my hand. Don't let go. Okay. There was really room enough on the door for both of them. Yeah. I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad. I mean, who wouldn't take the chance to drown Leo DiCaprio? That's a good point. That's very fair. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps other people find our podcast. And then also email Leo DiCaprio if you want to drown him at leo.dicaprio at gmail.com. And Paul, what's your legal advice on emailing people about drowning them? <laughs> I would say probably don't do it. Okay. Uh, you can email us about drowning people. No, actually, no. That's where Please I draw the line, don't. apparently. <laughs> you can show up at my house. Great. You can write a fan fiction about me. Excellent. We'll put but, it on air. Yeah, drowning emails. <laughs> I'm taking a firm stand here. That's a hard no. If it's anything else, though, please email us at otakuthetown at gmail.com so we can read it. Please. We're so lonely. Mm-hmm. We're so desperate and lonely. Yeah. I'm, you can't tell, but I'm, I'm firing kisses at you through my eyeballs right now. Splat, splat, splat. Squelch, squelch. And let's go back to the show! And we're back to talk about episode 23, Ganon Takedown. All nine rookies face off. Um, there's no recap in this episode, which is probably the best part of this episode. It mm-hmm. was startling, actually. Mm-hmm. I've just become so conditioned to them that I was shocked. I know. Totally. We, we watched the two episodes in a row, and there was no repeating the last episode. It was great. Indeed. Indeed. All, all fresh, hot content. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're waiting outside the exam room um, for no reason, I guess. It seems like they've been maybe standing there for a little bit. Maybe they're too scared to go in. I don't know. Maybe they just got there and this was just very convenient timing, but it sure seemed like they were dawdling. It also kind of seemed like they just came back to the same hallway that mm-hmm. they were already in. I know that they just went to a different floor of the school, but it all looks the same. It's weird. What I mean, that's crazy because it's not like they'd reuse animation in a show like this. Or like backgrounds. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. Of course not. Totally. Course every, not. Yeah, every frame is a painting. Every yeah. anime series is actually Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Uh, uh, my notes, he's called Akashi, um, because I took my notes on my phone and I did a bad job. Uh, Akashi's there. Um, and he's like, oh sweet, Sakura came too. Uh, because it turns out that they actually had to take this exam as a three person team. Um, but if Sakura had decided not to come, uh, they just couldn't have done it. Um, which at first I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. But then I was like, wait, no, this is awesome. Yeah. I was so afraid it was going to be punching down for a moment, but Mm -hmm. instead it was like, no, he believed that they could motivate each other and sort of rise each other up to the occasion. Well, and he didn't want Sakura to be just like bullied into doing this by Naruto and Sasuke. Mm -hmm. You know, he knew that if Sasuke went to Sakura and was like, please, for me, do this test, she would have. And he was like, no, Sakura gets to make her own fucking decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Has to be tricked into it. Yeah, I mean, a little, a little. Yeah. Remember, one step forward, two steps. Is it still agency if you're tricked into having it? <laughs> anyway, I just read a book about the CIA, and the answer is yes. Okay, great. Cool. Thank you, oh. listeners. You tell us. A definitive answer. You can trick someone into having agency. Mm-hmm. Go for it. If it. As long as it's the Central Intelligence Agency. Yes. Um, that seems right. Kakashi's proud of them. Yeah, he's really he excited is. that they all turned up to take this test. Um, and then he just leaves. <laughs> He's like, I'm proud of you. Well, Not he does, quite. He does stand outside the door for a while. He oh, does. He listens into some of the stuff that goes down. That's right. That's and right. he's really inappropriately amused by it. Some of the dumb stuff that goes Ooh, down. Some dumb stuff. Speaking of which, uh, they walk into this room and it's full of weird adults staring at them like they're going to eat them. I wanted to save <laughs> yeah. them immediately. I was just like, no kids, no. We don't We don't want to go down this it was way. Like, it was like a roll doll book where like a little kid walks into a room and there's like a bunch of giants like staring at them about to eat them. Specifically, it's like the BFG. <laughs> totally, yes. yeah. It, 
Oh, there's the Possibly police. the conference of the witches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They're about to all be turned into mice and eaten. We're, 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 I'm we're waiting on the second. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. This doesn't have to be. <laughs> I'm taking some stories <laughs> here. Maybe this is the oldest episode now. I hope you enjoyed those sounds, listener. Um, yeah, it was like a Roald Dahl book if Roald Dahl wrote a book about like cannibal ninja hillbillies. I mean, he may have. That's true. I feel like that's a little more Stephen King's pace. Sure. Mm-hmm. Stephen Dahl. <laughs> Roald King. Roald that's King. A crossover I can get behind. I would be so Stephen. into Stephen Dahl. It's like a um, good name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd never sleep again. Totally. But I'd enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. It's a murderous clown, but underneath, like, a boy's boarding school, and, like, he takes away your sweets and canes you and then kills you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really remember the caning scenes from Roll Tom books. <laughs> That's haunted me forever. I think those are all from his autobiography yep oh no oh god the most haunting moments of Roald Dollar from his own life they are like the licorice that was actually rat tails or whatever oh Ooh. Jesus oh god yeah. did you see the movie the BFG when they made the I did not I didn't there's a scene in it so there's this. there's from the book there where he makes like a uh, so it's you know very whimsical mixture that makes people fart and it's like you know it's whatever it's a kids book so it's like a joke but in the movie there's a scene where they're going to meet the Queen of England and of course the Queen has a bunch of corgis and they feed this like farting thing to the Queen's corgis and they have the most god awful CGI of these like corgis like surprised faces like it's like something from the mask and they, so they're like there's like these like farting CGI corgis like running around the screen and it is. Truly surreal. It's one of the strange things I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, that sounds better than anything in this episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, these all of these ninjas look. They basically they're the toughs from the yeah. end of the last arc, but now they all have ninja headbands. Yeah, um, and they're slightly better goons. Indeed. Um, it, with all they're uh, more differentiated character designs. They put, yeah. a little, put a little work into like you know making them look different. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. We see a nose we've never seen before. I know. One of them is just Ziggy from <laughs> the comic book. <laughs> yeah, if Ziggy from the comic book was a ninja. That's what it would that's look like. That's exactly what it was. We mm. are not exaggerating. Yeah, just. A, a big old round uh, blob on his face. It kind of looks like a squid is emerging from his face. Yeah. A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I think would be really great at this point? What if we rapid fire introduced like nine different characters? Absolutely. Reintroduced. Reintroduced. Make it even better. Do it all from Naruto's POV. Fantastic. Perfect. Um, ha- have Naruto like crudely insult them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because his opinions of everyone are garbage because he himself is garbage. Cool. Well, that's a great idea. Let's get started. So then Eno, uh, who we remember as Sakura's rival-ish character. She is... Uh, the blonde one. Indeed. She's a girl but blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, leaps on Sasuke from behind in a big hug. Um, and Sasuke... Excuse me. Sakura screams at her and calls her a pig. Um, and then Eno calls Sakura's forehead ugly. And it's all just we, a we've, lot. we've litigated the whole Sakura's forehead thing in the past episode, so let's just move on. But Indeed. It continues in- to be irritating. Indeed. Um, Shikamaru shows up, uh, who is a very cool ninja. Um, not in this episode. Not though. in this episode, no. In this episode, he just is a very whiny, complaining ninja. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Choji shows up, whose character trait is that he is fat. Um, which he's is just chowing great. down on some chips. Yeah, yeah. eating chips in every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, later, he threatens to eat a dog. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is really cool because I mean, I, as a fat person, you know, sometimes I see a dog and I'm just like, mm, woof. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this girl, Hinata, shows up. I'm sure this is great podcasting. I'm sure you guys are just <laughs> loving this. What if I just read a bunch of names to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hinata, Kiba, Shino. Um, anyway. Uh, Whatever, you're, on, you're, you're in this far. Yeah, good luck, yeah. listeners. Um, Hinata shows up. Um, she's shy and has an obvious crush on Naruto. Obvious to everyone but Naruto. Indeed. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, Naruto's inner monologue is like, oh, that's Hinata. She's weird. Mm-hmm. She can't even look me in the eye. I wonder why that is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't crudely insult her, though, which is about that. He doesn't no. call her an idiot, which he calls everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy named Kiba shows up. Um, yeah, he has a puppy on his head. That, that was okay. So if we're skipping ahead to what we liked from these episodes, mm-hmm. I like that Kiba had a puppy on his head. He sure has a dog. Mm-hmm. A Kamaru is very cute. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of his character trait is that he has a dog, mm-hmm. and he seems kind of dog-like. That by, never really changes. By Naruto standards, that's a pretty good character trait. <laughs> Do you feel like? Because I know a lot of gays watch Naruto. And I know a lot of gays are really into pup play. Do you feel like there's a link between Kiba and pup play? Do you think Kiba introduced some kind of, like, psychosexual paraphilia into a generation of young gays? I don't know what pup play is. Oh, boy. I, I'm scared to ask. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> no, we're, I need to know. Wait a minute. Rewind. I need uh, an example. Moving I need on. Knowledge. No, it's, it's totally good. Pup play is when you play with one puppies. Um, <laughs> sure, it's totally good that. and fine. Nope. Um, no, pup play is when... Um, you, some people roleplay as dogs, and some people roleplay as the dog's owners. And you might get leashes put on you, and you might have a mask that makes your face look like a dog, and you might get taken for walks. I mean, you do fuck a lot as part of this. Sure. So. It's like horseplay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could call it some real horses. Why around. do I know about that? Um, totally. <laughs> and not this? Uh, um, I'm just going to assume that there is sex for everything these You days. don't wear fursuits, although I'm sure there's an overlap between furry stuff and pup stuff. Well, like Diane from Bojack Horseman is really into that. Um, it is... <laughs> that was very good. Um, uh, it, it overlaps more with like leather stuff than it does with fur stuff, so you'll often wear like leather harnesses and stuff, mm. and the, the dog masks that you wear are... Much more like bondagey masks than they are like literal dog heads. Um, but anyway, I just remember being like, when I was, you know, a 13 year old watching the show, being like, oh, Kiva's really cute, and I'm not into pup play, but I feel like, you know, I'm. Know a lot of games you are who watch the show. Hey, you know, this is a hypothesis now to be scientifically confirmed. We need to test it. Indeed. Uh, I certainly am not going to, but listeners, if you have a research grant, you know, Mm -hmm. from the, I don't know, some governmental entity that wants to research the the connection between Naruto and Pop Play, please do. I'd be interested to learn the the survey results. Yep, and then email us your paper. Totally. And listeners, if you're keeping track of my overshares and you've got like a list of my suspected fetishes noted down, you can just cross Pop Play off. I'm just going to confirm right now. That it is not. In Elliot Fetish Bingo, you do not get to put yeah. an X on that. that Sorry. No, nope, take it off your card, yeah, kids. Shouldn't have put that square on the yeah, board. That was it's your own fault. That was dumb of you. You'll uh, never win now. Anyway, uh, then this other kid, Shino, Elliot, shows up. In Elliot Fetish Bingo, what's the center square? Um, what's the free one? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh. So just uh, bear is a like, yeah. Um, it's usually like a pretty. Easy I don't know. Uh, 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 people who think my jokes are funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that a fetish or just a preference? No, it's. it's I would think of more of it as like a neurosis on my part. Okay. Um, that oh, counts. Elliot fetish bingo. Um, oh. Uh, First, we have to define fetish. Yeah. <laughs> This it's complicated. Is, uh, I think that's a little more detail than we need to go into right now. I feel very <laughs> put on the spot right now. I'm sweating. <laughs> you know, you I'm clammy. I'm scared. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is A2. <laughs> Did anyone have A2? Um, uh, 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 
fisting. Um, <laughs> so Shino shows up, and he has this weird coat and black glasses, um, and it's really hard not to spoil Shino because he's just kind of the worst. Just, there's, well, there's nothing else to talk about other than spoilers. Yeah, it's, it's um, true. I feel like we can. Yeah, we'll we'll get to he's, it. He's really yeah. gross. We'll he's get to really it. We'll, gross. We'll, we'll avoid talking about it because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's minimize the impact. Yeah. Um, and so this is it. This is all nine of the rookies. So there's there's three rookie teams. There's of course Sakura, Naruto, and Sasuke, um, our, our beloved children. Uh, then there's Ino, Shikamaru, and Choji, uh, who are another team. And then the final team is Hinata, Kiba, and Shino. Shino. Uh, she know who I choose to forget. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to release... <laughs> I joked about this, but I think I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to release a bonus episode of this show where I just ASMR you all the character names <laughs> so you can listen to it in the dark and the quiet Excellent. and hopefully just learn who all these characters are if you don't want to Wikipedia them. But you do want to listen to me whispering their names to you. It's a very niche audience. Totally. Um, you know who you are. Um, here comes the point where Choji threatens to eat Kiba's dog and he does it by just being like, Mm, a dog. That's um, all he says. Yep. And everyone's just like, he's going to eat that dog. He's gonna Why eat that is that dog? everyone's first conclusion? Well, he does kind of do like, mm, I don't know. It's, he, he doesn't not seem like he wants to eat the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I just cannot. Yeah. I can't condone this. Maybe it's the first dog he's eaten. This episode's not. Uh, and then a bug crawls by, and um, it doesn't mean anything, and we can not talk about it. Yeah, and uh, Shino demands no one step on it. Um, and then Choji says, "Are you gonna eat it?" And then we hear a horse. Yeah, and then a horse whinnies in the so, distance. So of all the weird moments on these in these two episodes, and there's a lot of them, this was the single weirdest. We had to rewind because we we watched these episodes together. We had to rewind to make sure that this actually happened. There is a actual like horse whinny. On the soundtrack of the episode. And like some cantering in the background. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> they, um, hey, Paul, would you tell me real quick not to drink this water? Don't drink that water. Uh, are you going to drink that water? <laughs> That's the moment. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it is. And then we're, we're introduced to a new character, but it has nothing to do with a horse. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, another character. Hooray! Um, it's this guy named uh, Kabuto shows up. Um, not to be confused. Who's a nerd? Yeah, huge nerd. Uh, not to be confused with the Pokemon. Um, uh, and so, I'm sorry, I'm really confused because in my notes he's named Kathy. Ack, <laughs> ack. <laughs> uh, uh, so Kathy shows up, um, and he's he seems like a nice older student. Um, especially because all of the other, uh, ninjas are still just, like, uh, staring horrifically at the nine rookies. Yep. Yeah. He's basically like, you guys are kind of drawing a lot of attention to yourselves. Mm -hmm. You're the youngest ones here. Nobody likes you anyway. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't. Totally. Maybe just don't do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, he, I don't know. He seems nice and chill. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's totally fine and good and cool. Um... <laughs> We learned that it's Kabuto's seventh time taking this exam. Um, they only happen uh, twice a year, and so he's on year four of trying to pass the tuned exam. I like the bar exam, which also happens twice a year. Indeed. Um, he has weird ninja info cards. 
which are kind of like trading cards. Yeah, he has like a deck of them. He's a lot of effort into these. He's like close to 200, and I'm wondering if maybe part of the reason he's not passing the exam is because he's put so much effort into making these flashcards. Yeah, totally. And they're unlocked. They're unlocked by like his chakra for no reason. Like he could yeah. just have these cards. I don't know why they need to have this like fancy unlocking mechanism. It's like he's studying facts really hard for a practical exam. Mm-hmm. Like he has to like like make a bench and he's doing it by just like reading every fact he can about woodworking. That's exactly what it is. Which is good, but also like not actually gonna help you in the practical part of the exam. You gotta make a bench. Yep. Um Oh, God, this... Oh, and then we change anime series for a second. Yeah? We totally do. He draws Mm -hmm. a card, and he does a full-on Yu-Gi-Oh move. Yep. Not even trying hard. Yu-Gi-Oh invades for a couple of seconds. Yep. Yep. He, like, can shuffle his deck and draw from it with his seals, Mm -hmm. uh, which is probably not super useful in fighting, which is maybe why he struggled. Yep. So for the third or fourth time in these two episodes, we just switch gears. Yeah. Change series. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then we have some more exposition as he talks about people's strengths and weaknesses on these cards. Yeah, there's some shit about, like, they talk about this exam being held internationally to fuel harmony between nations, but it's really about putting a check on the power of each village, which... Nobody gives a shit about. It could be a cool world-building world thing. It's just not... They mm. really mess up how they introduce it. Mm-hmm. Like... Again, it could have been really cool. Totally. We haven't, like, talked about all of the nations in a while. I don't know. It just it doesn't... It's not, it's not important. It's not important. It's not. It's yeah. not what they want us to focus on at all. They want us to focus on these characters. It'll become important later if we ever get there. Yeah, right? totally. It's, it's it, it feels like an info dump for something that they, like, want to be able to reference from later in the manga mm-hmm. that did mm-hmm. not exist at this point in the actual series. Um, <laughs> he says something about how, like... Uh, they're all hidden villages with nothing but Cracker Jacks. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I, I guess implying that all of the n- other ninjas from other villages are strong ninjas, um, or Cracker Jacks, mm-hmm. which I guess is our new official term for strong ninjas. Also, uh, Bojack Horseman's dad's name in the show Bojack Horseman. Indeed. Cra- Cracker Jack Horseman. Well, because he was a very strong ninja. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, he had a really strong horse stance. Mm. Um, the, 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 was it him? Uh, what? Was he the one we heard? Yeah, maybe. maybe. And now we know. He's just wickering threateningly. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk a little bit about the villages that are here, but it doesn't really seem to matter, except that the sound village is new and only sent three people because their village is so small. But I'm sure that's not relevant at all and will never come up again. So every once in a while during this this long new character introduction and you know, this ex- like info dump and exposition, it cuts back to the crowd of the, like the random goon extras and they're all just they keep staring at our new our mm-hmm. new ninjas, which is was kind of funny. They just have this whole room of like these like goony looking adult ninjas just staring at the front of the classroom. Yeah, they're like starved jackals looking at haunches of meat. Mm-hmm. Like they they look like they're going to eat these children. They, do. they really do. Again, why were they worried about Choji? eating the dog. He was not the main threat. No. Totally. Um, we have kind of an irrelevant flashback about Guy uh, discouraging Kakashi from um, submitting his kids for the test, but then Kakashi did it anyway, which <laughs> I, I guess, cool. That doesn't, I, that's, we've got one piece of completely uninteresting new information um, that I guess Kakashi is committed to these kids taking the test. I don't know. I don't care. Obviously he is. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Naruto looks like he's freaking out uh, about how strong all of the other ninjas are, um, or maybe he's jerking it. He, <laughs> he's yeah, like one of the turned around and kind of wiggling. Weird, we, trembling stuff going on. We see him from the back, and there's yeah, there's definitely some sort of rhythmic movement going on. It's, uh, yeah. it's very questionable. Mm-hmm. Some stuff's happening. Sure. Um, 
But uh, and then Sakura is actually about to be really sweet. She's like, "Oh, Naruto looks so scared. Like, I should go. I should go tell him it's going to be okay." Um, but no, uh, Naruto turns around and screams his name, and that he won't lose to anybody uh, because he's the most deeply extra ninja. Yes, he um, is. Yeah, uh, nobody's impressed by Naruto. And Neji suggests that Lee should have bullied them more. <laughs> fair. Um, <laughs> Very fair. The, the the three sound ninjas um, decide, I guess, just to kill these kids? Yeah, something happens. Uh, it's unclear what their motivation is. They just they just attack Kabuto. Not, yes. not only the kids, they just all three of them just decide to, for no reason, just attack Kabuto, but not try and kill him. They just like want to show off the, mm-hmm. that they That's can do what it anything. it feels like, I guess. Yeah. Like, I think it... It's almost like they're trying to posit it as a moment where they just get frustrated by their constant outbursts, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is an opportunity to intimidate everyone else in the examination." Again, very, very prison yard. It's like, "Oh, let's yeah. beat it. let's show yeah. that we're tough by beating up this one person." Where are the fucking adults? <laughs> this is like this is a, an exam full of like violent trained killers from all of these different nations that you've allowed children into, and you have no one supervising nope. to make sure these kids don't fucking kill each other. Pretty much. Cool. Good job. Um, so the the sound ninjas um, like like they attack Kabuto and they they break his glasses without ever touching him. Oh, how could and, they do it? And everybody. So a couple of things here. One, they are sound ninjas, <laughs> so it seems like that would be the first guess. Two, this is a, a recurring thing in the show Naruto is they like the ninjas always seem to be surprised when an opposing ninja has like some weird special technique mm-hmm. even though every ninja has a weird special technique and it's not that they're surprised by the the actual individual technique like sure mm-hmm. oh, he can do that they're just like wow he can do something weird that's crazy it'd be like in an x-men story if they were fighting mutants but they were like surprised that the mutant had a mutant ability mm-hmm. uh yeah anyway totally it's, yeah, it's like, like if you ran into the human torch and you were surprised that he lit himself on fire totally they expect every ninja to throw kunai and move kind of fast they expect every ninja to be Aruka. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Who um, oh boy. Uh, and then uh, Kabuto breaks down and vomits, I guess, because this technique fucked him up. Um, and then there's this big puff of smoke and this bellowing voice yells, Silence, degenerates! Oh, uh, yeah. That was, that was pretty wonderful. great. Which I, I really loved is just like putting a topper on this really bad episode. Like, please, thank you. That was very cathartic. Silence these degenerates. Yes. Um, Accurate. And it's it's the proctor of this exam and his team of other proctors, I guess. Um, two, two of whom were the kids who were actually secretly proctors from two episodes mm-hmm. ago. That was the needless twist. Totally. Uh, the guy's name is Ibiki. Yeah, and he has some cool scars. He does have cool scars. And that's where the episode ends. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Um, so as always, uh, before we end, we're going to talk about something we actually liked from this week. I know I know, Paul hinted at one already, yeah. um, but... Uh, uh, I'll just I'll just reiterate, uh, my favorite thing was that Kiba was wearing a puppy on his head. It was like a hat. It was mm-hmm. like a puppy hat. It was like a puppy hat. Yeah. yeah. Is that a Weird Al album? Is puppy hat? Puppy hat? I think there's a Weird Al album called Puppy Hat. There's a cartoon called Bee and Puppy Cat. Okay. Oh, it's very good. Poodle hat. No, it's Poodle, poodle hat. hat. That's the Weird Al album. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Akamaru could be a, a poodle. Uh, maybe. Yeah, kind of. Maybe a Labradoodle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Kayla? Uh, I think my favorite moment was actually Guy's introduction, because mm. I had really 
forgotten <laughs> somehow how over the top he is. And it actually really made me appreciate that they have the absurd Ninja Turtle moment right beforehand because mm-hmm. it just shows that there's nothing that can upstage Guy. Yep. He will always be Even an most... unexplained Ninja Turtle. Yes, that throws a pinwheel to stop a child from totally. using a technique. Mm-hmm. He will always be the most ridiculous part of any scene that he's in and I treasure that and value it and look forward to more of it. Totally. Um, my favorite moment was very small. It's uh, when the sound ninjas were going to attack Kabuto, we see uh, Gara and Konkuro. And Konkuro looks like he's going to interfere, like he pulls his weird like mummy off of his back. Um, and Gara, just without looking, just like holds up his hand to stop him. And Konkuro like bows his head in shame, like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and it was just, it was, it was very small and very good. Uh, unlike these episodes, <laughs> silence degenerates. We did our best. Oh, At least it ends on a good note. Yeah, yes, totally. Yes, um, that note is silence degenerates. We brought it back. Mm-hmm. If you were a proctor of a ninja examination and you suddenly appeared in a puff of smoke, what would you scream at the examinees? Am I am I the proctor of a ninja exam or like? Yes, okay. because there was a puff of smoke. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, you don't know what the bar exam was <laughs> Those like. Those are my standards. <laughs> uh, oh man, I don't know. I know, it's a terrible question. I, I mean, I don't know that I can top Silence Degeneracy. I know, it's the best. It's the best. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. I think that's what we would all scream. I feel like more people should scream Silence Degenerates. I agree. Especially on public transit. <laughs> um, I like this episode was called Get and Take Down because it like, really took me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. Not not a lot else to talk about this week. Nope. Um, as always, if you have any questions or feedback or whatever, uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Uh, you can tweet at us. You, uh, if you don't already follow us on Twitter, you sure should. We're at OtakuTheTown. Uh, you can send us an email at OtakuTheTown at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to just, like, you know, show up at my house, that sounds cool. Just throw rocks at my window. I'm moving, so, you know, good luck. But I believe in you, listener. <laughs> Um, <laughs> these episodes were so bad. Uh, anyway, uh, I've been Elliot. I'm still Kayla. I will be Paul. And as always, if you have a really important, crucial test to take that you can only take twice every year and you need to prepare for it, the best way is obviously to make weird trading cards of everyone else taking the test with you. Sounds about right. I like it. That's how you passed the bar. Yeah, that's true. That's how I took my SATs. <laughs> and so I got my license to kill. That's how I got my restraining order. Oh no. You had to take a test for it? <laughs> <laughs>